Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. You are listening to Soapbox Daily, episode 175. Hey, I'm your host, Matt Morgan, and thank you very much for tuning in today. Always a pleasure having you here. Always appreciate you tuning in. How are you doing today? How's your Tuesday been? We're, we're second day into the week. I hope you're having a good week so far. Speaking of which, how's your integrity doing? Are you having a good integrity week so far? Are you doing the right thing when no one else is watching? Onwards and upwards, my friends. Onwards and upwards. If you make the positive change, you're going to influence the world, make the world a better place. Speaking of making the world a better place, we're going to talk something about, you know, something along the lines of, you know, kind of mistakes people make. We know we all make mistakes in life. We're not perfect. And it's just the reality of things. I mean, to err is human, as they say. Today, our topic for discussion is things to know about regarding ex-convicts. I know, I don't know if that's proper English, things to know about regarding ex-convicts. But we're going to talk about this a little today only because I think it's important for society to know a few things, but also hopefully give a few details and points and helpful information for ex-cons. But I wanted to shed a little bit of light on this. And now we all make mistakes. We all do. When I was young, I did something stupid before I was 18. It was not serious. It's like a white collar type crime, you know, using uh, somebody else's credit cards uh, to buy stuff. Nothing over the top. But the experience taught me that a lot of things, first of all, because at that time it was really well done at the way that the peace officers, the police officers um, went about doing scare tactics on me, which did the trick. It did the trick. It set me on the straight and narrow going through the whole experience. And uh, it was a stupid mistake. Yeah, I understand that. It was just one of those things that happened. And that scare tactic made me turn my life around because uh, those words actually resonated with me. As life went on, I became a security officer. I had actually got security clearance. I went beyond, above, above and beyond to prove that officer who gave me that speech about how my life would amount to nothing and I wanted to prove him wrong. So psychologically, subconsciously, yeah, it was, it was a really good mind game, I guess you would say, but it was good philosophy, good psychology that actually did set me straight and narrow. But unfortunately, it doesn't always happen for everybody. There's always an opposition. There's a whole nurturing, and I don't know if nurturing is the right word, is brainwashing that happens on the other side where from youth are actually turned against law enforcement or turned against following the rules are are made into criminals, unfortunately, because they're brainwashed to believe certain things. You know, they're told their whole lives that they need lots of money to mean anything to the world and that the only way to get it are either working too much, having rich parents or doing something illegal. Being told that you're worth nothing if you don't have wealth. Yeah, it, it may kind of really messes with some people's heads believing this believing this kind of psychology that you know you can't amount to anything you can't mean anything you can't be anything unless you have money so how are you going to do it either work but you you know there's a whole steps to get good jobs you need to go to education you need this so those that are actually not as fortunate in life because of where they come from or their family dynamics or whatever the case may be sometimes have to turn to alternatives they don't have rich parents they can't get jobs because they can't get an education it's like it's just a domino thing one after the other they already have the obstacles against them and they can't get the leg up the opportunity to be able to get a better job to be able to get the money that they are convinced that's the only way that they're going to mean anything to the world is if they have money so they end up turning to the last of all options which is do something illegal now i can admit me personally there's a certain degree of crimes that i can understand as being okay if you're hungry you steal food okay if you're cold, you need clothes. You steal clothes because you can't afford them. No other place to get them. Okay. Am I condoning this? Am I supporting this? No, I'm not saying it's right. 
but I'm saying desperate times for survival call from desperate measures. Violent crimes don't understand that. If you're defending yourself, that's defense. But if you're doing a violent crime towards anybody, I'm sorry. Well, how do we treat dogs? <laughs> Let's put it this way. How do you treat a dog when it bites you, when it's violent, when it does something along those lines? What do we do? We put it down. But people would argue, well, we shouldn't do that with humans. Well, it's the same thing if if they, they are not, and I know I'm going to get some pushback on this one, but the thing is, though, is that if you're violent in society to other people for no cause or reason, other than the fact that either one, something's wrong in your head, or two, you know, you feel it's an okay thing to do, then uh, maybe you should be considered, if you can't get help, to be put down. That's just my viewpoint. But the lesser crimes for survivability, I understand. And I also understand people make mistakes. It happens. But ask any ex-con that's been locked up. The difficulties of getting back into society, the stigma, the, the way that people view you when they find that you've been locked up for whatever reason, they don't really care. The fact that you're an ex-con, they've already labeled you. And unfortunately, not everybody gets a fair shake. It, it, it's, it's not right. Everybody can make a mistake. They should learn from their mistake. Because I'll tell you, there's ex-cons that do never want to, they never want to go back. But there's others that get stuck in this vicious loop that frankly just keep making the same mistakes over and over again. They get out, they figure out, they had enough time to think about how to do the perfect crime. They go out, they do it again, boom, they get locked up again. As a society, we should give ex-cons a little bit of leniency and understandable. Still be on our guard to a certain degree but do not limit them and do not treat them like pawn scum we should give them the opportunity to be able to have something better in life because they've shown statistically that some ex-cons are actually eager to do harder work longer hours doing what they can to regain the faith society lost in them to regain that and prove themselves that they could be a, a useful member of society and we should give them the opportunity to do so we should my advice to former inmates, based on some of the research I did, is you should have a plan and goals and be organized. Complete a resume, get all your ducks in a row on your exodus from prison. So you have a plan of what you're going to do next in order to build a profitable, a successful, um, uh, productive life for yourself and be a productive member of society. That's my advice to ex-cons. Stay focused and determined to not make the same mistakes so you don't have to go back to lock up, to being confined, to all that stuff like that. Learn about respect for other people. Learn to be civil. That's my advice. Because you don't want to go back. Because every single offense you do, eventually they just throw away the keys. And to today's society, good luck, technology is everywhere. They could, they could find you in the middle of a field buried 10 feet under the ground. They're that good. That's the way technology is has. So don't think you're going to get away with it. Eventually, just like the saying goes, your past catches up with you, that catches up with you as well. But for those of us that are law-abiding citizens and walk the straight and narrow and basically do what we're supposed to do, we should give a little bit of understanding, compassion, and empathy to ex-cons that are coming out. We don't know why they went in. What if they went in for something that was what they call white-collar? Or I don't even know if you're allowed to say that these days because people might misconstrue it as being racist. No, basically a non-harmful crime for whatever reason, a financial whatever. That's what I mean by white collar. It's basically something that's not a violent crime. It's not a crime that hurt anybody as far as physically or mentally or life-threatening or anything like that. We don't know why they went in. So we shouldn't label everybody the same. And we should still give the benefit of doubt that when they get out of prison, that we should look at them for who they are and how ready they are and help put them on the right path 
to building that life that they want. So they don't have to be the revolving door to end up back in the prison and they can actually be a productive member of society. We should give them that opportunity. As far as the rest, Okay, I'm going to step back a little on that. No, we shouldn't put them down like dogs, but we should get them the psychological help they need and make sure that they are 110% ready to be back into society so they don't hurt anybody. All right. With that being said, I'm not going to draw this out. We might pick this up in another show, longer format, but I wanted to touch on this. Hey, give the benefit of the doubt to ex-cons. Give them an opportunity. Don't let them be a revolving door to go back into the system. Make them strive to reach their goals. Still be weary, still be a little cautious, but still give them the opportunity. All right, I'm going to wrap this up for today. I want to thank you very much for tuning in today. Please check out themadmorgan.com. Yes, themadmorgan.com for more information on all our podcasts and shows now into the future. I'm your host, Mad Morgan. Have your have an amazing day and I will see you next episode.